Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Even though in video games we fight giant, towering bosses with huge metal armor, fearsome faces and devastating attacks, and sometimes gross creatures that are plucked straight out of our nightmares, there is but one boss that is the most scary of all, and that's when you come face to face with yourself. Uh oh, looks like it's time to break some mirrors. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are ten times video games made you fight yourself. Number ten, the doppelganger, Tomb Raider Underworld. Now, Lara Croft first encounters a clone of herself in the original Tomb Raider whilst exploring the ruins of Atlantis. And this copy, created by the villainous Jacqueline, was a mindless and skinless version of Lara that does not sound fun, does it? Which simply just mimicked the player's movements. And this weird meat effigy of Lara was affectionately named Bacon Lara by fans, and was defeated when Lara tricked it into hurling itself into molten lava. But you know what? We weren't done cloning Lara yet. And later, the same villain created a far more convincing copy in Tomb Raider Underworld. This doppelganger is identical to Lara, only now her hair and clothing are jet black because she's cool as fuck. It's very much the same approach that Spider-Man 3 took when it wanted to show Peter Parker had gone all dark, and that's not a great comparison because that film was dog dick. This wicked doppelganger attacks Croft Manor late in the game, killing Lara's friend during the assault, and the doppelganger also possesses superhuman abilities such as enhanced speed and strength, meaning that the clone easily defeats Lara during their first encounter. But towards the end of the adventure, Lara manages to free the doppelganger from the villain's control, and the doppelganger was even a playable character in the game's DLC, Lara's Shadow. Number 9. Shadow Mario Super Mario Sunshine So the Mario franchise has a long history of clones. Mario's own brother Luigi, after all, started life as just a palette-swapped version of the portly ex-plumber. In subsequent appearances, Luigi's design became more distinctive and he became recognizable as Mario's taller, lankier, more cowardly brother that we all came to know and love. And he even got his own clone, in the unsettling form of Gooigi from the Luigi's Mansion series. However, whereas Gooigi is a solid, or technically semi-solid, bro, Shadow Mario is an utter menace. Shadow Mario first appeared as the principal antagonist in Super Mario Sunshine in 2002, as Mario's holiday to Isle Delfino is ruined when somebody matching Mario's description is seen defacing numerous landmarks with graffiti. This is later revealed to be Shadow Mario, a translucent light blue Mario with glowing red eyes. Shadow Mario appears throughout the various game worlds where Mario is then tasked with pursuing and apprehending the villain, and in their final confrontation, it's revealed that Shadow Mario is none other than Bowser Jr. in disguise. Since 2002, two other versions of Shadow Mario's character have appeared in subsequent titles, including Mario Galaxy and Super Mario 3D World. So he's still out there, shakes fist angrily. 
Number 8. Dark Knight Cecil Final Fantasy 4 Final Fantasy 4 is a game very clearly inspired by Star Wars. There's the classic setup of an evil empire opposed by a plucky group of rebels, except in this game the twist is that you appear to be playing pretty much the role of Darth Vader this time round, as you become aware of Dark Knight Cecil. Now, our first introduction to Cecil is when he's leading a group of soldiers against the Resistance, and we watch Cecil indiscriminately slaughter rebels during this assault, and he becomes conflicted because of the atrocities that he's been asked to commit in the name of the king and eventually deserts from the army. And roughly at the game's midway point, Cecil confronts his dark past when he battles solo against his Dark Knight alter ego. Interestingly though, this fight has a unique gimmick. Cecil must defeat the Dark Knight through pacifism, as fighting back will result in failure. Once Cecil rejects his violent past, the Dark Knight is defeated and Cecil becomes Paladin Cecil. Number 7. Dark Samus Metroid Prime Series so Dark Samus is clearly an idea that Nintendo is quite taken with. Two versions of the character appeared in 2002, one in the Game Boy Advance game Metroid Fusion, in which a parasitic alien bonded with one of Samus's suits and gained access to her entire arsenal during the process. This being named SAX stalks Samus throughout her adventure. And Samus is no match for this clone, at least not up until she's regained her gear and can settle things with an old-fashioned dust-up during the game's climax. And in other games, Dark Samus was an overarching villain from the Metroid Prime trilogy, and was first seen climbing from the gooey remains of Metroid Prime in a post-credits scene if the player had 100%ed the first title. Dark Samus takes a more active role in the second and third installment, first as a transparent suit with a visible circulatory system and skull, and later as a black armor-clad Samus. As you'd expect, Dark Samus mimics many of Samus's attacks, but also has access to many unique abilities, making for an incredibly tough fight each and every time. Number 6. Shang Tsung – Mortal Kombat in fighting games, players can usually pit the same character against one another in what's termed a mirror match. During story modes, players would often need to fight their copy, especially when fighting games featured fewer playable characters. But modern fighting games seem to do this less now, seeing as they can have their rosters in the several dozens of fighters. But the original Mortal Kombat in 1992 initially only featured eight fighters, two of which were palette swap ninjas. Developer Midway Games cleverly decided to make an entire combatant around the idea of the mirror match because the final boss, the shape-shifting, soul-stealing sorcerer Shang Tsung, had the ability to morph into any of the other combatants and gain their special moves while transformed. In the pantheon of notoriously cheap fighting game bosses, Shang Tsung is definitely one of the simplest, well, providing that he didn't morph into like Sub-Zero or Goro because that was just Spam City, and thus victory was fairly straightforward. Shang Tsung has since become a fan favorite and is one of Mortal Kombat's most storied villains, and recently had a huge starring role in Mortal Kombat 11's DLC, which is Chef Kiss Good. Number 5. Joyonetta Bayonetta This shameless pretender, dubbed Joyonetta by fans, appears in Chapter 6. This clone attempts to kidnap a child that's been entrusted to Bayonetta, and when Bayonetta finally catches Joyonetta, who looks identical to her except for the missing beauty mark and somewhat conspicuous golden halo above its head, she challenges Joyonetta to a dance-off in true balmy Bayonetta style. After a back-and-forth, Bayonetta wins, and Joyonetta attacks in a blind rage. When Joyonetta takes enough damage, she reveals her true form, the angelic shapeshifter known as Joy. These angels resemble statuesque approximations of Bayonetta wearing golden armor. And like Bayonetta, Joy possesses a wide variety of attacks and utilizes swords, whips, and guns as the situation warrants. This versatility makes her a dangerous enemy, particularly later in the game when Joy appears in mix-ups as just being a regular enemy. To further complicate matters, Joy is also able to clone herself, meaning that you're fighting a clone of yourself who can clone themselves and oh my god, my brain's fallen out of my ear. Number 4. Double God Hand Gene God Hand 
Ooh boy, Shinji Mikami really knocked this out of the park, didn't he? Clover Studios, teaming up with the mind behind the Resident Evil and the Evil Within, making a fighting game that is so off the wall and utterly insane, yes, sign me up. Unless you're IGN, who seem to hate this game. Now, as our hero Gene, you will battle everything from off-brand Power Rangers to Lucha Libre Gorillas. But there's one opponent who is more than a match for him, and that is himself, or more specifically, Double God Hand Gene, who is a secret boss that you only unlock if you complete all 50 challenges in God Hand's optional fighting ring mode. And as the name might suggest, it's Gene but with the power of the right God Hand and the left God Hand that you get for defeating another boss in the game. And Double God Hand Gene is the game's ultimate challenge, far exceeding anything encountered in the main game, as he can use all of Gene's fully upgraded moves and possesses a huge HP pool. So good luck, you're gonna need it. Number 3. Nello Angelo Devil May Cry Nello Angelo is a reoccurring boss fight in Devil May Cry. The boss first appears to Dante as a reflection in a mirror and is the perfect recreation of the renowned Devil Hunter. However, once the boss emerges to challenge Dante, he transforms into a demon which closely resembles Dante's own Devil Trigger form. Unlike many of the other doppelgangers on this list who love to sucker punch their opponents, Nello Angelo at least has some honor and challenges Dante to a duel. What follows is a fight against a boss with skills that roughly match Dante's own. Nello Angelo even shares Dante's love of taunting his enemies mid-fight. The bastard. Whilst Nello Angelo was something of a throwaway boss fight in the first Devil May Cry, the character retroactively became more significant in the series' overarching lore, when he was revealed to be the corrupted form of Dante's brother, Virgil, who was pressed into servitude by the demon king Mundus at the climax of the prequel, Devil May Cry 3. Number 2. S-Edge Control Now, Control is, for the most part, a game that prefers to throw large waves of enemies at you rather than lavish, bespoke boss fights, but there are a few exceptions. The best example of this occurs during the self-reflection side mission, where Jesse faces off against S-Edge, or S-Edge, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Inside this mirror dimension, Jesse notices that her reflection's movements aren't matching her own, and soon her evil double breaks free and attacks. Now, Jesse is immensely powerful by this point in the game, having unlocked the ability to levitate, hurl objects telekinetically, and create shields from thin air. So, as her exact copy, S-Edge has all of these abilities, and so it's no surprise that she's one of the game's hardest encounters. It's a thoroughly enjoyable boss fight, and an example of Control hiding a lot of its best content outside of the main missions. And number one, Dark Link. The Legend of Zelda series. Absolutely F this clown. First showing up in Zelda 2 The Adventure of Link, before Link can finally claim the Triforce, his own shadow separates from himself and attacks in one of the most annoying boss battles ever, which so many people end up having to cheese just because of the fact he mirrors everything that you do, so therefore it's incredibly hard to beat him using traditional methods. And it's an idea that would be revisited several more times throughout the series, most notably in the Ocarina of Time. At the halfway point of Ocarina's infamous Water Temple dungeon, Link enters a room where the floor is submerged in water, which perfectly reflects a mirror image of the surrounding. And once Link tinkers around that room's center, his reflection in the water vanishes and becomes the dungeon sub-boss, Dark Link. Now this fight can also be a particularly difficult one, as Dark Link is a terrible cheat and seems to read the player's actions before you've even made them. He'll be able to dodge most attacks and occasionally perform a backflip to land at the tip of Link's sword in an outrageous display of showboating. However, if Link equips the Megaton Hammer, Dark Link's AI seems to bug out and he'll offer pretty much little resistance as you just play whack-a-mole with his bloody head. Since then, Dark Link has become something of a fan favorite, with recent appearances for the character, including an alternate Smash Bro costume for Link and dark armor set in Breath of the Wild. Still, the first time we fought him, absolute stinker. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.